You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. That's right, you heard it. This is the Funkaholics Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about what we love. Today, I brought back a familiar voice. Um, I will introduce him in a moment. You guys will recognize him. He runs his own podcast as well. So we have got a lot going on today. So without further ado, let's bring in my guy, Frank. What's going on, brother? Nando, how you doing, man? Uh, runs is a strong word. I just show up and talk and laugh, and then I don't do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, no, it's... <laughs> It's always a blessing to come together with you, and I know I say it all the time when we're on the episodes, or like even when you and I are just uh, talking on Instagram. Like I want to get you and Sal together. Um, yeah. The 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 worlds or the the moons or the solar system has not aligned <laughs> for us yet. So you know whatever it is that we know, call man. it, they're just not aligning right now. But um, we'll uh, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so what's yeah, man, new? I'm down anytime. It's fun. Absolutely, man. I it's it's always a blessing having you on here, Frank, and I and I really do appreciate you, bro. Like always, like you know, anytime I reach out to you, you're ready to record. You're always willing to give me your time and everything. So definitely, definitely appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm always down. Love talking to you guys. So. You know what we always do, so, right, Frank? Before we get started into this, right? Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> I did get a message from you. And it's like, like, I knew you were already on it because you're like, dude, I'm going to get my drink ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, yeah. I was like, my man, 50 grand. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On a recent uh, episode of mine, we, we were, yeah, cracking some beers. We went to a brewery recently, so I'm all loaded up. Oh, hell yeah. There we go, man. There you go. Uh, so in true Funkaholics form, uh, geez, I haven't even started yet, dude, and I can't even talk. In true Funkaholics form, <laughs> I raise my glass to you, Frank, and toast, man. Salute. Toast to you, man. Salute. Woo, to another great episode, man. What are you drinking? Yeah, always. I'm doing uh, a local beer, Oktoberfest. Nice. Yeah, a brewery called Mars in Chicago. Um, we went there kind of on a whim for my birthday, and uh, they have some really good beers, man. Almost every single one is awesome. Oh, hell yeah, man. Happy late birthday. We, thank you. We got a tour and everything. It was it was awesome. We went toy hunting. We did everything, dude. It oh, was good. dude. All right. So We were like on a Dragon Ball kick, so we went for ramen, and then we're like, let's go to Target. We're looking for Spider-Man stuff, and then we're like, let's go drink beers. And <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> that sounds like a great time to me, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so over here, dude, I'm, uh, I'm still keeping the rock alive. Um, I'm hoping, you know, one of these <laughs> days he'll... Uh, he'll acknowledge me. I'm not trying to be like Roman Reigns. Well, shit, I guess I am. I mean... My dog, my dog Mercy's over here been trying to act like Roman Reigns lately, wanting to be acknowledged. But uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm still on the the Terramana train, man. So I'm drinking that right now with uh with some Sprite. Actually, really good. Hmm. Oh, that is. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I just put it together. Um. 
Yeah, I've, I've had that only once, a few shots of it, and it was really good, man. It made me want to buy it, but I haven't run across it in, at the stores that I go to. Oh, dude, it's it's really smooth. Um, I'm drinking yeah. the, the the Blanco one, and I love it. Mm-hmm. That's the one I had. Yeah. Every uh every time, dude, Sal's like always like when Sal swings by or my buddy Jake, they're always <laughs> like, "Bro, what's up with the what's up with the margaritas?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, they're like expecting it now, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's like you make one good thing, dude, and then like every time they come over, it's like <laughs> that's the drink they gotta have. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> ah, friend. that is good stuff, though. So. Talk to me, my dude. I I heard toy hunting on this birthday, and I heard Target in yeah. there. Those are two of my favorite things <laughs> to do. But um, we were you were hunting Spider Man. Did did you have any luck? What what went down, man? Talk to me. Yeah, man. I didn't have any luck. Um, I was looking for Iron Spider. I was looking for. To renew your vows to pack and i was looking for the amazing fantasy spider-man so um there's this guy nolan collects is his name on instagram and he does a lot of local toy hunting to chicago and we have a little group going for local hunters so he's always posting like non-stop and he's got a lot more time than i do so i will kind of follow him and if he's starting to find stuff then i'm going to start looking whenever i can i mean for me it's like if i happen to be getting groceries or something (laughs) i'll like i'll like try to do a quick diversion or something um but anyway we went to three targets uh we didn't find any spider-man at all we've i actually well i did i found uh the ned two-pack Okay, but I was not interested in that. I just don't. I'm trying to stay away from MCU. I really don't have much MCU. Maybe like a handful, like five. Um, but I just try to stay away from MCU, and that wasn't what I was after. So for me, it was kind of a bust, but it was really fun because I usually, if I'm solo, I'll get frustrated and I will like just go to that section real quick and I'll leave right away. But this time, you know, with my buddies, we were like looking at everything just looking at random stuff, trying to look under uh, shelves. And so taking our time and stuff, just having fun with it. So it was a lot more fun as a social thing, as opposed to like by myself, I would have been annoyed and just gone home. But like, I'm never freaking physical hunting again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how we, um, I've, I've got way too many of those stories to tell, man. <laughs> I know, man, I bet. Uh, well, we, we did see the Toretto house. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. I thought that was interesting that they're doing that, but I don't know what scale a car would really go with the Toretto house. Oh, dude, um, I I have that one, and they're the yeah. they're the little nano cars. Um, the okay. very so have you seen like on the like on the Hot Wheels section um, with like the Matchbox and all that? They've got the little movie mm-hmm. movie moments, like they'll have like GI Joe, Transformers, Fast and Furious, Knight Rider. Like all the little tiny yeah, but, tiny cars. I just started noticing them. Yeah, that when we went out that night. That's the that's the one that'll fit it. I actually bought that one, dude. I'm um like the first three Fast and the Furious, uh, Fast and the Furious movies. Um, mm-hmm. um, I love them. After oh that, yeah, I'm same like, here, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's a little hit and miss. Yeah. Mostly miss after that. <laughs> Once they started making Toretto like a superhero, it was like, nah, I'm, yes. I'm done. I'm checked out. 
See, I don't know which movie it was, but he gets shot in the back, like on his shoulder, and he he literally like just grunts and turns around and then kicks the guy in the face, and then he isn't hurt for the rest of the movie. Like, it's like it was a BB gun or something. It's so weird, and it's just like, oh man, it kind of took me out of it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, I know exactly where you're coming from. The part where he <laughs> fucking stomped on the concrete and like it started splitting. I was like, okay, I'm done. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Remember that part? That's the same movie. Yes, <laughs> and it's also where he like jumps between cars like he's Spider Man. I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? Like, this don't look right. Like before, he like broke his arm when he rolled his car, and now he like he gets shot and he just laughs about it. I mean, <laughs> like, right? come on, dude. <laughs> Splitting the concrete. Holy crap. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I'll never forget that part because I literally like checked out when I saw that. I was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I know, man. I was like, this is not the same thing, man. This is something completely different. It's totally um, not, man. Like, and then when they're like jumping from car to car while in the air and shit like that, I was like, yes. oh, okay, stop, stop. Like, or like he just- like, didn't he catch like Letty in the air or something like in the middle of the air? She was about to like, she was like in a crash in midair and then he jumped off a car and caught her in midair something like that yeah and I, it was just too many things like that in in too short a time and i was like okay i guess whatever <laughs> i don't know what's going on anymore right i think he even like spun and like landed on a car for so like for her yeah. safety and shit yeah. i was just like oh, okay that's uh, <laughs> it's really crazy yeah i was like i'm so checked out <laughs> yeah man but some of the car stuff i'm i want to start getting into it uh my son is is due to be born pretty soon here. I know it's really early to start talking about that, but I'm already thinking like what I want to do with him as far as being a dork and stuff. So I want to do cars and I don't know what else, whatever he's into, but I'll show him my stuff and get some car stuff. I think that would be fun. Oh, dude, he's, your kid's going to be blessed, man. He's going to have a super cool dad. So don't even stress about (laughs) it, man. Whatever you put in front of him, bro, just let it go from there. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I got a buddy. He's He's got a son, like maybe seven. And I was just like, he tells me stuff sometimes about what they do. And I'm like, dude, like, it must be amazing to have a, a dad for a collector, you know, like to see all the toys in the room like that. I mean, that I don't know if other generations have really seen that maybe, but this seems like a lot more um, like, I don't know, a lot more frequent now or maybe more normalized now. I don't know if that's true, but. Uh, that's what it seems like to me we've um uh, we've made it man like we we've arrived like you know <laughs> nerds are actually on the map know, and right? stuff like now when people talk to me and they're like you know what do you have what do you have a podcast about and what do you like yeah why does your like why do two of your rooms look like a museum and i'm like <laughs> this is what i do i'm a collector this is what i love you know what i mean i like you know it's awesome man. i was like i do photography too once they see the photos and everything and then they see like everything coming together they're just like yeah. oh wow that's really cool and then all of a sudden like i'll get text messages like hey i'm at target are you looking for any of these <laughs> and I'm nice like, that's oh perfect. i love those texts right yeah yeah man it's amazing uh this whole world is is really opened up for me once i re- restarted um collecting back a couple of years ago now or almost three i think but uh blessing and a curse i would say <laughs> yeah no kidding curse on the wallet right <laughs> yeah man it's just so relentless you got to be really disciplined and really um focused on what you want otherwise uh, you'll just buy a little of everything and then you won't have anything <laughs> dude no lie man like 
so you know how like earlier you said like I don't collect MCU because that's just you know it's like it's such a huge line and everything. Well, dude, I yeah. downsized. Like I literally had to downsize like a lot of my mm-hmm. my Marvel. Um, like it just got to the point where I was like, if it's in totes and I can't see it, there's yes. no reason for me to have it. It's time to absolutely. Move on. Yeah, bro. Like what? It, I mean, and I was like, I was starting to cycle stuff, and then I'm like. Um, it's annoying me that I can't have my Marvel stuff out because I have this other stuff out. I have too much and I'm just getting so tired of it. So yeah, I'm in the middle of downsizing and trying to focus much as I can. So some of that focus has been turned to storm collectibles, right? <laughs> yeah, that was a bad rabbit hole, but yeah, <laughs> dude, trust me, you're, you're you're in a you're in a good room right now <laughs> because I have that I have that problem with storm collectibles, man. The moment that I saw like the Mortal Kombat characters and everything, and like I, mm-hmm. so my first one that I bought was was Scorpion, dude. Scorpion. What the original costume? Yes, the original. Once I had that one in my hands, dude, it, it was over. I was looking up things. I was trying to find them. Like Sub Zero is the one that cost me the most right now. I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, my Grail that I'm after. That one will come someday. Um, but uh, Sub Zero, dude, I, I had to get this shit. I had to order mine from Puerto Rico. Was it what you got it for retail or what? Well, this dude was super cool. So this guy was telling me he was like he told me straight up. So he saw that I sent him an offer on eBay. He didn't accept it. And then he he messaged me and he's just like, "Hey, dude." He's like, "I appreciate the offer. Um, I have one. I have one question for you." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, what's up?" And he's like. Um, <laughs> is this for you to flip or is this going in your personal collection? And I was like, Oh dude, this is going in my personal collection. So jokingly, I sent him a photo of just Scorpion and I was like, he's all alone. He needs needs somebody to go with. (laughs) So the dude thought, you know, that I was pretty funny and everything. And then we started talking back and forth. (laughs) He ended up giving me a great deal on it. And from there, from there out, dude, like I was just like, you know, one storm collectible after another. <laughs> and this is years ago. I mean, what, when did that come out? Like three years ago or something? Yeah, about three years ago, dude. My yeah. my cousin Flo had Sub Zero and ended up making a trade to Sal back in at one of our events like years ago. And mm. like I looked at the box because he offered it to me first. He's just like, "Hey, cuz, you know, do is this?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't." I was like, "I'm." I was like, "It's a beautiful fig." I'm just not, <laughs> you know. At that time, I think I was just doing Funkos, you know, majority of the time. Okay. So there wasn't really any action figures, and I kind of just passed on it. Mm. And then a couple years later, man, I'm over there hunting them down. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. I was so focused on, like, the insane whirlwind that the toy world is that I just couldn't focus on any one thing. I would, like, get a little of this, a little of that. And the Storm stuff just always, it didn't, I don't know, it didn't call me enough to go get it. And then I was kind of in the mindset that, like, if I have to start with 
a random costume in a different color, then I don't want to start at all kind of thing. I got you. And then it kind of, I don't know recently what happened, but I was like, I love fighting games. I love this stuff. I'm going to buy them all. (laughs) So I went crazy and I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. Just catching up and trying to find what I can and trying to trade and make deals and everything. Um, I did get a lot. I mean, I got to say, but I did also sell a bunch of stuff to get it. So that's always the plus thing, man. When you have a lot of overstock, <laughs> you can yep. sell so <laughs> that you can buy that, uh, you know, or get that other collection started. So that's a that's a great thing about you know the collector world too. Yeah, I never thought that was a thing, man. Like I was just I was like a guy who would only buy at cons, and I would buy a lot. Like maybe I get ten to twenty figures at a like twice a year at a convention only. And so I didn't know any of this was a thing, photography or customs or anything like that. So this is all new to me and it's been pretty awesome, but it's kind of cool how you're saying you you can do that if you have some stuff you're just no longer interested in, could kind of jump lines like that. Oh, yeah. Like one of the things that I always do too is um, like when I'm out in the community and, you know, we're doing events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get people talking, man, and I'm like, you know, what's in your collection? And, you know, sometimes <laughs> they're, you know, they're looking at that $200, $250 pop that I have sitting right there. And nobody, I mean, not a lot of people these days, you know, want to just like, oh, here, you know, here's $250. So usually yeah. what I'll do is I'll tell them, be like, hey, well, what do you have in your collection? Oh, well, I got this, mm-hmm. this, this, and this. Really? Well, how about you throw that in and we work out a deal? You know, we do that in cash or, you know, if it's a mm-hmm. even one for one trade or a couple of things, you know, you never know what they have. There's always, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are kind of like, um, I don't want to say like close minded, but they're kind of like, they don't know what they have until somebody else tells them what they have. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Right. Well, they're not like, maybe they're not dialed into, what has appreciated with their items, I guess. Exactly. I felt bad, dude. So we were working in a van. <laughs> um, God, uh, uh, last month, I think it was, I caught one mall. Um, this dude brought in starting lineups and I'm like, <laughs> he, like he was sitting there and he was just like, uh, you know, make me an offer. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to offend you. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> he's like, well, make me an offer. And I was like, I was like, dude, these starting lineups aren't really worth anything. I was like, you may think because they're like from the 80s, early 90s that they've got some type of value on them. I was like, there's none. And he's just like, are you serious? So I pulled up eBay and Macari and I started showing him. He's like, fuck, they're giving them away for free. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, that's why I didn't want to offend you. And he's like, no, I appreciate you educating me and everything. He's like, well, what would you do? And I was like, I was like, bro, I really would. I go, so I was like, let me be completely honest with you. And he's like, all right, all right. I was like, there's maybe like one or two that I'm looking for. You don't have them. I go, the ones that you do have. I was like, I would be like you. I would just be sitting on these hoping that they gain some type of value. I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I won't be able to do anything with them. I was like, this baseball stadium is is awesome. I go, but I, I'm not going to take it out of the box. I'm not going to play with it. I was like... It's just going to sit in the tote somewhere at my house. And I was like, and I just, 
I was like, and I go, maybe, maybe you'll find somebody that has more sentimental value to it, and they'll be willing to pay you, you know, maybe twenty to thirty bucks for it. I was like, if it were me, I go, I'm gonna offer you like ten bucks, and he's just like, ten bucks, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry, <laughs> and he was just like, nah, man, it's like it's, you asked, bro, right. <laughs> But he was like, he was cool about it. You know what I mean? He's like, nah, man. He goes, I appreciate, you know, you, you know, educating me and stuff like that. And so, you know, it was a cool experience. But, you know, it's just sometimes, you know, like what's important to them or what they have value of is not, not, it's not to the masses. You know what I mean? So you kind of. No, that makes sense. Well, one of the things that was cool when I started collecting after so long is I didn't realize a lot of the stuff I had would be worth anything. I thought it was kind of worthless, actually. Um, but I started, when I got into this, I was like, let me see what I, I don't even really want, like a lot of this stuff. So I started looking and I'm like, oh, this stuff actually appreciated like two, three times the worth. So it was able to kind of kickstart me with, with all the new stuff. There you go. Let me Let me ask you, Frank. So... Anytime you're out there on the hunt, dude, like, do you ever see something that you're not looking for, but you know that that's got value to it? Do you jump on it? No, uh, I don't see the value in, in like a lot of the new stuff. I mean, I think it's going to take too long to really be worth it. Otherwise I got to sit on it now for who knows how long list it, babysit it take offers, talk to people, ship it, you know, get packaging materials. It's, it's a lot of work, man. It, it seems like it's easy, you know, to just throw it up there, but I don't think it's worth it. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to be the guy who sees six iron spiders and grabs all six. Like I just, I do want other people to find stuff for one. And for two, I don't, I don't see the value like in spending my time, like, like being able to resell them. I mean, if I make five bucks each, that's 30 bucks. I mean, that's really not worth the time. Right. It's going to take me so long to do that. Um, so I'm more of a buy what you like. And I just buy one because I'm going to probably open it. And someday if I'm done with it and it's worth double, then it's worth double and I'll sell it for double or trade or whatever. But yeah, I'm not looking at it uh, from the perspective of trying to flip or keep it for 10 years and see if it's worth, quadruple or something like that i got you (laughs) yeah but there's a lot of people out there who really are speculators and stuff like that and they're trying to hustle and everything but uh i think it's really hard man it's a it's a lot of time and i just don't have it so i'd rather spend it try to take a photo try to customize display it whatever i can do i got you very cool man very cool I, on the other hand, (laughs) sometimes, dude, like, I have my head, like, so deep into, you know, like, watching (laughs) trends and stuff like that. So, if if I see, like, a a chase or, like, something that I know that's super hot, um... Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put it out there real quick just so that I can get rid of it and then just have that little bit of extra money so that I can go out back on the hunt and find the things that I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Cause some yeah, of these... if you're going to be out there that much, I think it's probably makes more sense. But if for me, it's like once a week or not even, then it's, I'm never going to really find that stuff as much as you. 
I get into the um, I got into the habit of like I I wish I would actually had this habit when I was a kid where you know you buy two you open one you keep one sealed. <laughs> Um, yeah. I've, I've been doing that a little bit more lately now, especially with Funkos, because Funkos, like... For real? Yeah, it's, um, it's like a, it's either an opportunity for a sell or a trade, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll trade for something bigger, like I, you know, I was, I was telling you that, um, I, I've basically become a, be, became a vendor, um, mm-hmm. for action figures and, and Funkos. I'm adding a couple other things. Like I'm gonna do plushies now because those seem to be super hmm. hot. Um, that's what the trend's going like to. Um, and uh, Funkos right now, dude. I'm gonna ride the wave until I see that it's starting to come down, and then you know what I mean. I'll I'll venture off to something else. But what I was <laughs> what I was telling some of my buddies, like Drew, you know, he was on the podcast, and then and then Jesus, um. I love, I love being around the community. You know what I mean? Like these people mm-hmm. come in. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you get the opportunity to educate a person that's first time collecting. Um, yep. You know, you get a you get a moment with some people. Like they'll be like, "Oh, my dad, you know, used to love this show, and I want to <laughs> I want to surprise him with this, you know, because this was his favorite character." Or, you know, my mom, yeah. you know, my mom loves, you know, whatever Hello Kitty or, you know, whatever the <laughs> whatever the trend might be. Dude, right now, anime is super hot. Like, I don't I know jack shit about anime, but <laughs> if I see it on your shirt or, you know, I see it on your backpack or whatever, yep. I know that's a hot item. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, OK, I get you. So I've been um I've been dipping my hands in that. I've been learning it. I don't want to I don't want to jump down that rabbit hole and try watching the shows and all that. That's not <laughs> They're that's, so long. They're yeah. really long. And then majority of them you have to read. I don't want to read what I'm watching. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those nah, guys. No, I go dub all the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I tried watching <laughs> My Hero Academia for a while. I got into it, mm-hmm. but then I just kind of checked it's out. It's a good show. Yeah, I mean it does go on long. Um but I'm into like the major ones, but not too much. Just here and there. I'll get into them. Um, I was gonna ask you, have you ever seen Baki on uh Netflix? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started um because of Storm Collectibles because I noticed they were making figures and uh buddy I talked to, he's really into Storm as well. And so he was telling me to watch it. Um, I got, you know, I got like halfway. Um, but I, the way I watch stuff is really weird because I'll start something, even though I really like it, I'll just stop like right in the middle. And then who knows when I'll come back. Like it could be a month. It could be three months. It could be next year. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, all of a sudden I'm telling people like, Oh my God, that was amazing. And they're like, dude, welcome to last year, bro. Like, right. You're like way late on this. <laughs> oh dude, trust me. I, I, I barely just watched the terminal list, and everybody was. Oh, that was a good show. That was really good. I got in. I binged. I was surprised. I think I knocked it out like in one day. Um, Oh, for real? Yeah, like I just could not stop, dude. Like I was just like, I got to see what happens next. I got to see what happens next. I love shows like that where I got to see what happens next. Mm -hmm. Um, Me too. I did like in a week, yeah. But I was really hooked. I kept watching it just until I finished. 
Yeah, it, a solid show, man, all around. Like I, I, I like I recognize yeah, some of the actors on there, like uh, the main FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main dude from from the Mayans, another show that I watch. So, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, easy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's a. There's just a, a like a lot of things you know just to to pay attention to and and to watch out for. But yeah, the reason I was mentioning Baki is because. They made a, a Storm Collectibles action figure of him, and he's pretty badass. But I was sitting there thinking, and I was just like, am I buying this one because I'm just a fan, or am I buying this because I know <laughs> that I can do more with it, and I was buying it yeah. just because I was a fan, and I was like, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to pass right now. Yeah, I've been passing as much as I can. Um, the only new Storm that I want to get is Balrog and Kano. Dude, that Balrog is so sick. That looks so good. <laughs> I love that there's an alternate torso, like without the shirt. It's pretty cool. Yes. Um, and then the little dust effect when he throws the punch and the beat up face and stuff like that. All really nice touches. Very cool things. Very cool things. I, I got um, I got the Street Fighter Zangief. And yeah, I dude, got him. that thing. That thing rocks. Like I, I put it in Sal's hands. Insanely like, big, right? I put it in Sal's hands. He's like, "Holy shit! Like, what the fuck, dude?" And I'm like, "I know, yeah, right?" Man. It is incredible, man. Like just the feel of it, the everything about it. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's a really cool figure. One of the best ones. Uh, I love the inserts for the backgrounds. I've been using those a lot actually because I've been making like large displays where it's like the entire background card and then two characters doing a punch or a fight or whatever. So it takes up a lot of room, but I don't really care because they look so good. Dude, those photos that you sent me, I, I loved it. Like the, the poses and everything. Like I do that with some of mine. <laughs> like I have minimal space, you know what I mean? To put them in, but yeah, I love to give them a pose. Cause like them just standing there yeah. straight with their arms down. I'm like, that's how they look in the packaging. Let's change it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to have the rows like that. Cause it, it just doesn't feel as fun to me where they're just standing straight all of them like in a row like a hundred of them stuffed in one shelf that's like I, as much as say, um, space that saves it's just not fun for me so i want to have displays that are dynamic oh dude i'm totally with you on that one so <laughs> speaking of <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk kano dude like how yes. how pumped were you for this one Okay, let me tell you, I was incredibly pumped, and I was prepared to pay more than what they're asking for. So I'm very happy that he was one of the lower-priced ones. Dude, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. Cause like, so my my cousin Flo is like a huge Mortal Kombat fan. So I had yeah. been telling him, because he was just like, what, you know, like, what are you going to grab next? And I was like, dude, I want fucking Kano. I was like, am I the only <laughs> Kano fan out here? And he's just I like, love Kano. See, I like there we go. Like, see, I knew, bro. You and I see eye to eye. Uh, <laughs> so I was just like, dude, when are they gonna make it? And then when when I saw it, and then when I like when you and I were talking, I was just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So the moment that it hit, I went to Storm Collectibles right away, and I was like, oh, I was like, I don't want to pay this eight eighteen dollars in shipping and handling. Dude, that is ridiculous. Yeah, I can't do it. So. Big Bad Toys, I just waited. Sure enough, my email popped up. <laughs> there he was. Hit click, pre-order, set. Yep. But, dude, 80 bucks for such a fucking... It's a great price. Oh, dude. Like, I'm all in. Fantastic price, man. Like, uh, the the previous one, uh, Jury, 
I'm not a big fan of her. Um, and for her price, I had to pass. I was like, you know what, man? I just, I got to pick the, the must-haves. And Kano's a must-have. Balrog's a must-have. But she, for that price, is not. If she was this price, I probably would have just dealt with it and, and got it. But not for, like, the extra money that she costs. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I, I hear you loud and clear, dude. Like, it's... uh. It, when you're when you're evaluating and you're looking at the price and everything, if it's one that, mm-hmm. I mean, where the price is like you can buy two of them for the price of one. That's where I like start to slow down. <laughs> Unless it's like, I'll be honest, Shao Kahn. That one's gonna be the mm-hmm. one that fucking kills me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it under three hundred dollars, and I've been seeing a few, but I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Are you dying to have that version of Shao Kahn, or are you okay with getting a later version of him? Because at SDCC, they are making another one. I think the MK9 version or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, they showed the, what do you call it, the the pre-molds or whatever, the gray uh, test shots. They had a lot of figures there. Um, they Yeah, they had hinted at Balrog already, and they, I think, yeah, they hinted Kano as well. All these ones that we've been getting lately, these were all SDCC reveals, but Shao Kahn was there, and they also showed like a gigantic throne like with a giant skull. I don't think it's bundled in. They said the throne will be later at some point. But uh, they're also doing Soul Calibur. They're doing more Golden Axe. They're doing so much, man. It's pretty, pretty insane what they're doing. Oh, they're going to do Cabal. And damn, Cabal's uh, gonna be sick. I think Katana as well. Oh, and Nightwolf, I think. Nice. Yeah, man. They say they got some really heavy hitters coming, and they they look really good. Oh, and uh, Morrigan for uh, Darkstalkers. Okay, very cool, dude. Yeah, but so, this Kano man. Oh man, I'm so happy. Oh, I, <laughs> I really want this guy. He's so badass, man. Like I, I'm looking at Storm Collectibles right now. They've got. Me too. They've got the the photo of him with the uh, holding the heart for the fatality, and then yes. they got one where he's pull he's literally pulling it off of a scorpion. We yes. got the laser beam eyes. We got the knives. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, he rocks, man! So like, freaking awesome. <laughs> They're so good about their extras that it's incredible, man. Like uh, Kentaro, how he comes with the icy arms. So I love like that they give you stuff for other releases and stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I showed you. Um, I sent you a photo of uh, of reptile that I scored off of Amazon, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, Amazon, I think, is starting to purge their storm stuff because did you hear that Big Bad is going to be the only retailer that carries storm? No, I didn't hear that. Bam! Breaking yeah, news they, right there. They are the gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. They're going to be the exclusive U.S. retailer um, for for storm. And so I think starting with Balrog, you cannot buy him in the U.S. anywhere else except for Big Bad. Wow. So I think other retailers who were carrying that stuff, they're starting to purge their stock maybe. I don't know. That's my theory. I've been checking, and I did I did pull a Dimitri for a really good price uh, recently, and then it went right back up like the next day. Interesting. But that Dimitri is pretty cool as well. I mean, he's got like really nice effects and everything. Um, but this, yeah, man, this line is just incredible, man. 
Oh, dude, I love them. Ever since, you know, like like I said, the moment that I got the first one in my hands, like after that, it was over. Like, I, li- I, I, like, <laughs> I like Mezco too, but they just seem... I quit them. Did you quit them? I had to because I, I just couldn't do it anymore. So there's certain ones that I'll pick and choose from Mezco, and then plus it's got to be the right price too. So the only two that I own... Yeah. Is uh, Black Panther because that one was just absolutely amazing. I love the way that it looked. I got it on a great deal, and then mm-hmm. the uh, the Jason Voorhees, the <laughs> oh, excuse me, the Friday the Thirteenth one. That one was just oh. he looks super cool, and then the cloth nice. goods on him and everything. But it's funny, dude. Like oh, yeah. you, you put that one next to a NECA, Jason. Jesus, it looks like a, <laughs> like a three fourth fig. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting the way that works. I think uh, what pushed me over the edge was King. And then I started seeing King versus Zangief photos. And I was like, oh, my God, I just can't resist anymore. Like, I had to do it. Oh, dude, I know. So, Did you ever find your ring? No, I didn't. Um, I really don't think I have the room. And then I don't do photos really much. I just don't have the time. So I think I just have to not get a ring right now. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) And Storm being as tall as they are, it's going to look silly unless I do some perspective shooting. So I don't think I can make it work. And then the display space is not going to be there. So I got to start like thinking a little harder before I do stuff. But I really wanted to get a ring. (laughs) That's why I kept asking you. I'm like, dude, what would be a good ring and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah, the... The one thing that I was thinking of for you, dude, is mm-hmm. possibly an idea is to grab one of those like WWF or well, WWE uh, or uh, AEW rings that they sell like on discount at Walmart. What I was going to tell you to do is maybe put part of it together and then kind of leave mm-hmm. a space open so that you can kind of like angle it and have that area to where it doesn't look so small you know what i mean like it looks like it can be oh yeah stretched out but that was the only thing that i can come up with on that like i've got <laughs> dude the only reason that i have my 112 scale um wwe ring is because when i first signed up with amazon they gave me a 200 dollar gift card and Jesus. that's and that's how i bought the ring you know what i mean <laughs> dude the ring was like a hundred and I think like 140, 150. That much? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, dude. It's the the possi- the possibilities of it are endless, you know what I mean? Cuz you can change out the ring skirts and stuff like that, which is really cool oh. cuz I can I can, you know, if I don't feel like WWE one day, I can switch it up to NWO or I can change it to SmackDown nice. or W, I can even do old school WCW, which I love the way the logo used to look back then, the colors and everything. So there's a lot of photos oh, that I've done right. with that one because, like, you know, if you get it at the right angle, you can actually get the logo of the mat like into the shot. So it makes it looks re- it makes yes. it look really cool. The thing is, the other thing that held me back was that I was like, if I get the ring, I'm gonna want the extreme sets to go with it. And then I was like looking at the price of everything. I'm like, ah, oh, I just can't do this. I gotta, <laughs> gotta like control myself somewhere because this industry is relentless, dude. Like they are just so crazy. Oh, dude, it's so hard to keep up. They're they're pumping out everything now, man. I, you know who else I've fallen in love with with which I'm uh, I've been doing a lot of photography with with uh, with their backdrops is uh um, shit. I just went Blake. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
diorama prints. Oh, I, I think I heard of them a long time ago, but I don't know much about them. They are heavy with the toy pick community, um, but dude, like it's like twenty five bucks, and you get like three. I think they're like eleven by fourteen or eleven by seventeen um, <laughs> photos, and all you got to do is just put them to put them to a cardboard. They even send the cardboard with the order, and you just oh nice yeah you can you know you can put them on there and like dude like some of my shots like they have this graffiti this this graffiti one. Dude, I love it. Like, yeah. I literally want to put all my action figures in front of the damn thing, but... They, <laughs> Is that got... the one with Casey? Um, I'm looking at your page. I think I see graffiti behind him right now. Um, That one looks good, actually. The, the print looks really clear, really nice. And then you got all the stuff oh, in the yeah. front. And you... with, the, with the Funko yeah. Casey Jones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, did you see the ones that I did with Vapor? I don't think so. Those ones is that further back? Is that uh, further back? Yeah, it might be. Oh, I see it. I see it with the car and everything. Yeah, yeah. I've done like I've actually done a bunch of them. Like I did one too, where he's like on a on a bike on a on a BMX bike, and um, <laughs> but dude, like nice. the the backdrop on that one, it just it's so cool, man. And then I how, got how about this Mortal Kombat one? Is that a diorama print or no? Uh, is it the there, one that I just There's posted? like a scorpion a couple weeks ago. It's right by Vapor. Uh, it's got, it's got like a uh, scorpion pop with like, I think Goro maybe art in the background. Oh, the one where he's sitting so on the throne. <laughs> so yeah. that one's just on the back of my, uh, on my little 20 inch TV. <laughs> I found, oh, cool, man. Yeah. You made that work. Yeah. I found a cool photo and I was just like, ah, you know what? I'm going to try it. And it, it came out pretty legit. Yeah. That looks good. Um, yeah, I'm seeing all these diorama prints. It looks nice. Yeah. This really helps a lot. Um, and I'm sorry, how much were you saying? Like, is is like three of them for how much? It's like twenty five bucks, and then like the oh, that's a good deal. The higher end ones are like thirty five, which still doesn't break the bank. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm seeing it like a forest one that has a floor too, which is really cool. Yeah, this is pretty good, man. I said, I wish you wouldn't have shown me because <laughs> <laughs> that's always what's holding me back. Like I have these ideas, and then I'm like, how am I going to get the background? It's like. I don't really want to set up a TV screen and I just, I don't know. It just, I always get held back and I'd rather just put up something like this. They could fold away and stuff like that, but Dude. they're so expensive, the extreme sets. So yeah, that's, that's one of the things. I mean, nothing to take away from extreme sets. Like I love them. I, the they're dude, good. the dude rocks, man. I mean, the stuff that he pumps out is amazing, but mm-hmm. putting them, oh, to- yeah. putting them together, taking them down mm-hmm. the the real estate that they take up oh it's like a lot a lot yeah yeah and if you're gonna do shallow focus it's okay you know you don't have to i don't necessarily need 10 panels i just need two or three exactly so i mean the focus is usually the the character anyway yeah, exactly. But I may have to try one of these sometime, but we'll see about that. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, check them out. They're like I said, they've got a lo- they've got a variety in there, and then they just came out with Wave Five, and I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> there's there's some that I've already like I've already pre ordered, but 
Oh, oh my god! Yeah, dude, like they diorama prints. I'm is looking like, at them right now. Yeah, they're coming out with some really cool shit, and it's yeah, uh, yeah they got me. <laughs> the temple ruins, the space stuff. Yeah, so many scenes. This is pretty nice, man. This is pretty hard to resist. I'm gonna try to forget about this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I don't do it. <laughs> hey, dude, if diorama prints gave uh, the Funkaholics a coupon code, I would hook you up. But uh, we're not oh, there yeah, yet. If they man. ever do, I'll do it. <laughs> Keep shooting; they will. Right? Oh, dude, I tag them and everything. Every time I'm using their background, and the great thing about it though too is. Like, I'll find out, dude, like a couple days later, maybe even a week or something. They'll pick up my photo and they put it out there on their thing. So it's really cool that they do that. Kind of yeah. like, you know, similar to extreme sets, but. Um, yeah, they do as well. I've um I've had a lot more luck with diorama prints. So maybe, maybe okay. I'll, uh, maybe, you know what? I should probably try and reach out to them, see if I can get somebody from there to be on the podcast. Give it a shot, me. man. Let's see where it goes from there. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I had a couple featured from Extreme Sets. Uh, I really like their stuff a lot. It's just, yeah, it's a little bit more time intense and more expense. So I couldn't get too many, but I have two. I have three actually. So I kind of went nuts on those <laughs> for a time there. Oh, absolutely! It's um, I like, dude. I literally so I have a like a table in my. I call it my photography room, but I have like a table and I yeah. literally have the, the, uh, the cabin underneath it because I don't want to tear it down. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I know. So like when I want to shoot something, you know what I mean? I'll bring it out. I'll put it on top of the table, you know, I'll take my shots and then like it goes back underneath. But then when mm-hmm. I open up the closet, I've got the, um, I've, I've got the <laughs> motel, um, you know, one sitting in there that I don't want to break down. And it's like, these are, it's starting to get frustrating to me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. To the point where like, I almost like, I don't know if I just want to break. I, I already know myself, bro. So if, if I tear them down, (laughs) I'm not going to bring them back out again because I knew how much of a pain in the ass (laughs) it was to put together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, man. Well, the setup and teardown situation is really what keeps me from shooting a lot because I, I know for a fact I'm going to spend like hour and a half to set up, like 30, 45 minutes shooting, then 30, 45 minutes editing, then another hour putting everything away. And it's like, I just can't do that. I mean, it's just a lot of time. Right. Well, then you also the run. The more complex it is, it's harder. So, exactly. But with these, I mean, it looks like it's three walls. You just tear them right down, put them right back up. Exactly. The, the the crazy thing though too is also you run the risk of damaging the damn cardboard you know what i mean like that yeah, cardboard is not built to be torn down and you know brought up like you know mm-hmm. over and over and over so yeah because there's little tabs and inserts and stuff and you're stressing it over and over and oh yeah yep uh, that's, that's good i mean i love extreme sets i, I don't want to try and bash on them i'm not at all but this looks like an interesting idea. I might have to try one at some point. <laughs> yeah, give it a shot, man. Like I said, twenty five bucks. You know, you're not. You know, you're not breaking the bank yeah. too bad. So, and no, I, that's again, good. you know, we're not bashing extreme sets at all. We're just talking about a little bit of frustration. And hey, we're customers, man. We put our money into this company, so they should want to hear what our frustrations are, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for real. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm digging your shots, man. I'm just kind of cruising through them while we're talking. But um, I really like all these. Is the the boxing one with like the punching bags? Is that is that a diorama prints as well? You have like I don't know what it, what these are actually, but there's boxers and they're training, and then there's a background with like a gym. Oh yeah, so that's a that's a WWE uh, Jack specific playset. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. That's awesome. It looks great, man. I just it looks like a real. I, you just tied it together really well. Yeah. So what I did was especially the framing, how the boxers are on the left. I like that. What I did was so I put so I grabbed the um, the WWE Funko ring, and then I put the, mm-hmm. I put the Funko in there, you know, to look like you know he's like he's training. Um, yeah. And then my coworker gave me the the little um, the little heavy bag with the spring on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she just gave it to me as a gag gift, and I was just like. Oh my god! I was all. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to be able to do with this? And she's like, "What?" And I was all. I'm going to use this in my photography. And she's like, "What?" And then I showed her the photo, and she's like, "Oh my god, dude!" She's like, "I just thought That's this cool, would, right? this would be something." And I'm like, "Where did you find it? Like, I need more shit like this." <laughs> yep. You can use anything, man. Anything at all. And that's, that's the fun, what's really cool about it. Exactly. That's the fun part about photography, man. Is just using your imagination mm-hmm. and just finding shit to put together, and then. When people, you know, recognize that or see that or, you know, make a comment about it, that just makes it even more better, so. Yeah, I was getting kind of frustrated at some point with the photography because the comments would just be, like, fire emojis over and over. I'm like, ah, like, I put a lot of thought into this. I don't want, like, not that I care so much, but at the same time, I don't want just, like, like mindless fire effects. (laughs) Right, I got you. You know what I mean? But, uh, and yeah, I'm probably man. guilty awesome. of that because I, <laughs> I do that a lot, man. When I'm like, if I'm at oh, work or fine. something, Dude, and I, I, I scroll through. You know what I mean? Um, that makes sense. But um, like for for the photography community, dude. Like my my thing is, it's the emoji it's a weird community. Sometimes, oh yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, the emoji <laughs> face with the stars and then the camera, like amazing shot. You know, oh, what yes. I mean? that's why. That's my answer for a lot of things. And then if I see something that really fucking blows my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, the setup is You'll really like type the words and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll, you know, I'll yeah. really go at it. But, um, yeah, the, the <laughs> photography community, dude, is it's uh, it's so hit and miss. Like when I was doing the mm-hmm. action figure, the action figure ones, like the community was like, you know, started out really hot, you know, comments, things like that. A lot of you know, networking, yeah. communication, then all of a sudden it just died out. And mm-hmm. the Funko community, like, dude, they're amazing. Like, I just, I trip out on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it different about them that, that you're tripping out on? They love to comment. They love to ask questions. They'll they'll say, like, oh, how did you do this setup or something like that? Like, mm-hmm. the dialogue goes Maybe like, it's less prevalent, right, for Pops? Like, it's a little different market maybe do you think maybe or just i don't know if the fans are different or 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 what it is but i mean they're just they're very involved you know what i mean and they're very like (laughs) like they promote each other and stuff like that so i was just like wow cool this this is a this is a cool community so i'll keep shooting them (laughs) see these pop ones make me interested in them more the ones that you're doing 
I like them. They're really cool. But I gave them pops a long time ago. I just, I don't ever want to get back in. But the ones that have recently been catching my eye are like the ones that are more kind of like dioramas. Like um, uh, on the recent hunt that I was talking about, we I ran into the Jurassic Park ones. And they have like the one where the the raptor gets that guy who says "clever girl" in the first uh, in the first film. The uh... and then there's one that like with the pots and pans and the raptors are after the kids. There's there's a Funko set that that's about that scene, and those are the ones that have been catching my eye lately, like making me want to get them and stuff like that. The movie moments, I got you. Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Also, the Venom comic book, the like the '90s classic holographic cover with with like the pop in front of it. Those oh, are yeah, really cool. The magazine covers, or like the Lincoln Park stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. The so, album covers, kind of cool. I really like all those. Yeah, Funkos. yeah, all that stuff is what kind of draws me in, dude. So, like, I I had a love and hate relationship with Funko. Like, there was a moment where. <laughs> I was like all about Funko. Like Funko's actually what introduced me to a lot of things. That's what got the podcast started and everything. But there mm-hmm. was dude, there was times where like the community got so toxic. Like I was just like I mm. I fucking hate this. Like this is horrible. And it wasn't it sucks, nec- man. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily Funko's fault. It was the people that were involved in it. You know what I mean? So I kinda had to yeah. like recheck myself and then I'm like then when I started like shooting more Funkos and stuff like that and you know, like we met more people. I got more people on the podcast, like um, Lori and um, God. Um, they're gonna kill me. I'm missing names over here. But there's <laughs> there's a you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people. Oh, Jenny, um, they do amazing photography with these. Well, Lori was like telling me she's like I've kind of gotten burnt out with Funko and I'm starting to shoot action figures now. So it's funny, mm. dude. Like, there's a balance. You know what I mean? Like, I was getting frustrated yeah. shooting action figures, so I jumped over to Funko. Here she is <laughs> doing nothing but Funko, and then she's, like, to a point where she's like, I need to jump back over, or I need to jump over to action figures now. And, dude, it's crazy. Like, yeah. some of the ones that she shot, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, not a very nice job. <laughs> dude, I don't know. What's <laughs> interesting is it could complement each other, right? Like, you might learn something from Funko shooting that you wouldn't, with figures and like vice versa. Absolutely. So the challenge with Funko's dude is turning the head or posing what you can. Mm -hmm. It's extremely limited, but you know, angles. And then that's kind of like where you kind of decorate the backdrop a little bit more as opposed to what you can do with an action figure. Cause with an action figure, Mm -hmm. You can pose it how you want, and then you get your shot. You know what I mean? It kind of takes away from the background because the focus is on, you know, that that one piece. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. You can definitely get a different perspective from, you know, from, from shooting between the two. Yeah, man. I'm looking at this thinking cap one. I don't know what character. Is that supposed to be Dusty? From uh, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, Dusty Bun. I see the hashtag. Yeah, Dusty, Dusty Buns. Bun. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Uh, this shot is really great, man. I love it. Like, I think there's more, not more, but there is opportunity to storytell in a different way, and it's more challenging. I mean, you're looking at a face that doesn't have like a screaming mouth, that doesn't have arms and legs that could 
tell the story, but you're still able to tell a story. It's just a different way of doing it. And I think it's really interesting. I like this shot a lot. This dusty shot. It's really cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I put uh, I put old Harold behind him. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to place that. Is that from uh, the Del Toro recent movie? No, that's from... Scary Stories uh, or whatever. There you go. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, was, that's a good one. That was one of my favorite books reading uh, when I was a kid. Or, well, not a kid. Like, middle school. Um, yeah, middle school. Oh, yeah. Like me too, man. Yeah. I'd rent that from the school library all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, kind of related to what we were saying, as far as like you could learn from changing it up every so often. I was I, I do painting as well, and I had switched over to miniatures for a while, and that scale really it just hones your skill in a different way. I mean, obviously, like being so tiny, your attention to detail and your like hand steadiness it improves when you go paint that so then when you go back and you're doing like 112 scale then you're like oh man i could paint that eye no problem like because before eyes were always like so incredibly dreadful for me and i just didn't want to do it but after painting minis i'm like oh i'm good i could do that (laughs) dude all the credit in the world when i saw that you were doing that um i told my i told alicia she's the artist for the for the for the podcast Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like she was just like, "Oh yay, so awesome!" Like she gets pumped up when people are, when she sees that other people are doing <laughs> it. So, I yeah. she had looked like at a couple of your things, and she's just like, "God, he's really good," you know. Th- with um, appreciate that Mythic Legions, right? Yes, that's my favorite thing, man. That's okay. what got me into all this. So I got it right this time because every time I fuck it up, <laughs> you know, like when I'm talking, <laughs> when I'm talking to Sal about it, or I think even you, like I, I always get it wrong. So this time, see, I'm learning, man. It, it takes a little while, but you know, it, <laughs> we catch some fire you got sooner it now. later. Um, yep. But she was, you know, she was checking that out, and she's just like, "Oh my God, he's, he's, he does a lot of great work and stuff like that." So. You got some kudos I'm out glad there, to hear man. that from a fellow artist. Yeah, I love to hear that, man. I did a few commissions for people, not that many, but it was fun to paint for someone else as well. So it's fun to mix it up, man, like the way you're doing, shooting back and forth and doing different backdrops, different subjects and stuff like that. It's all fun. So we got time, man. We, you know, I think we're fairly young. <laughs> and if we stay nerdy, we're going to have a lot of time to bounce around and do different stuff. Hey, dude, Toys R Us kids for life, man. That's that's mm-hmm. where it, that's mm-hmm. where it ends at. That's where it starts, and that's where it sure, ends. Man. So <laughs> never too yeah, old absolutely. to do what you love. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. So yeah, and I, and all my family and stuff who comes over uh, when they see the nerd cave, they're actually had the opposite reaction that I thought. I thought they would be like, like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like that kind of stuff. But no, everybody's like very interested. Everybody is like, thinks it's really cool. And they're like, Oh, I see Iron Man. I see Spider-Man. Um, the, thankfully also my, both my uh, brothers-in-laws are, are dorks. So they're like, they know all the characters and they're like, Oh, that's awesome. Like I didn't even know about this. And they're asking me questions and stuff. So it's really cool. Uh, I'm enjoying always, it. That's what I was telling you, dude, we've, we've arrived, man. Like, there's a <laughs> like it's it's funny like so I've got like a younger generation that's over at my work and like one of them mm-hmm. she's like on my ass she's just like 
dude, did you watch Thor Love and Thunder or did you check She-Hulk or did you check this? And then so like to kind of get her back, like I got her into I got her into Funkos a little bit. Like I told her, I was like, don't. I was like, just put one toe in. Don't put the whole foot because then forget it. So she um she was like madly into Thor Love and Thunder, but she was yeah. like it's it's cool because it's kind of like you know even though it's like there's like a generation gap like mm-hmm. we we still have that we still have that communication you know what i mean cuz like for me yeah and you know marvel was comics for her yes it's disney <laughs> disney plus you know okay. what i mean with all the marvel shit that's going on but um yeah you know, it, it's just cool to have that connection that, you know, like I said, you know, there's a generation gap, but, you know, you can kind of fill that yeah. with, you know, when you're into the same stuff. What I find interesting about that is their perspective versus mine, because I go in with a lot of baggage. And if you screw up a character I like, it messes with my enjoyment of the movie. But somebody who doesn't have the attachment, they might enjoy it a heck of a lot more. And I feel like you could learn from that and just be like, be okay with it being separate and not be so critical and just starting to hate everything. <laughs> right. No, Which like, I was starting to do. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not alone, man. There's a, mm-hmm. God, what the hell was I, what, or, what the hell was I watching the other day? And I was just like, Hey, you destroyed the character. I don't even want to check this out. I can't remember what it was, it was so bad. Like I couldn't even remember yeah. it, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I wanted to ask you, dude, since we're talking about the collector world and everything and, you know, some what's up, some drops and stuff like that. Let me ask you mm-hmm. how give me your give me your feelings, your your personal collector feelings on these new uh, these new windowless uh, action figures that are coming out. Yeah, uh, you mean just on the packaging alone? Mm hmm. Uh, well, I mean, personally, like. I have been saying, you remember the, like on Hasbro, you could order like a black and white box that basically they just throw the figure inside of it and they send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a couple that were like army builders. Like it might've been some hydro troopers and like an X-Men hellfire club guys. And I was okay with it because I was like, I don't, I throw away the box in most cases and I'm a, you know, I'm a loose guy and I don't really care. And if I could save four bucks, you know, buy buy that figure for 16 versus a fully windowed, fully featured character for 22, I'm good with that. You know, like I I was kind of saying that ever since back then, but I can definitely see the arguments that there are issues. You know, you can't see what you're getting. So uh, it was kind of funny because I was at the, I was, like I said, I was toy hunting on my birthday and one of my friends is an inbox guy. So getting his perspective live in person was interesting because he grabbed two of the same figure, handed me one. And he said, are you going to buy it? And I said, no, I put them both down. And he's like, wait, 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 you got to check which one has the better paint apps. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why that didn't come to mind. Like I just, I'm not that kind of collector, I guess. I mean, I do care if it looks nice and it's painted well, but I'm not going to sit there, scrutinize every corner and every dot and every, part of the box either so right it's just different perspectives and i think yeah people have a right to be annoyed by that uh but also i think the biggest issue is money they're they're doing this to 
save the environment, but they're going to get some sort of tax breaks or some kind of money out of doing that. And, but they're not passing it to us though. If anything, it's more money for, for something that costs them less. So it just doesn't seem fair in that way. Couldn't agree with you more. I, so I was seeing a lot of pissed off people like opening up the box. Oh yeah, and people the, are pissed. Yeah, <laughs> they were opening up the box and the action figure didn't look like what was displayed on the box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I get that part. For me, I'm a like I love to collect out of the box, but then there's just that one you know that you get and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. I just you know I don't want to take it out of the box. I just want to like my Mumra mm-hmm. from Super Seven. I want that looks to, amazing. I want to shoot him so bad, but I just don't want to take him out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, like I, I know I'm going to do it. It's just I've been fighting with myself. But um, but with a company like that, their packaging is absolutely impre- incredible and and beautiful. Right. That's like kind of a, you know it's a different thing. Yeah, and you I know, can see why you wouldn't. When they're raising the price on these action figures, but then they're like, you know, they're closing up to where you can't see what's inside. Mm-hmm. I live in New Mexico. We've got low lifes all over the place. I'll say it. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, you know, but Chicago does too. Man. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these, a lot of these people, they're going to bust open the box and I've already seen them. Like when I'm going on my hunts mm-hmm. at Targets and Walmarts, the boxes are destroyed. Yeah. It's so much easier to open now. Exactly. It is a lot more, you know, and it's going to get to the point where, and some of my targets and some of my Walmarts are already doing it, but they're going to be putting all this shit through behind glass. That is for spider wraps and destroying the box. Exactly. That is a collector's nightmare because one, it takes the fun away from the hunt of being able to. Yes shuffle through things, you know, actually hunt mm-hmm. and move things around, see if you find a chase or whatever. But then also yeah. Walmart and Target, well, not Target, Walmart is shorthanded. So for you to go and ask in a, a Walmart employee oh, to open, God. you know what I mean? That's like pulling teeth. Sounds like, like a nightmare, bro. Oh, dude, it's, it's. So and they're <laughs> not going to look around for you. Like if there's four of them, they're not going to be like, you know, look at all four of them for you. Oh, this one, bro. Get this one. And what they're doing, you know what, I mean? what they're doing now too, is they don't they don't open the door for you. You know what I mean? The glass window, they'll open it, and then they they're like, "Which one do you want?" And it's like that one right there. So they just grab it and give it to you for the yeah. for the collectors that pay attention to, especially the Funko collectors. The Funko collectors, that's a whole different breed, but they mm-hmm. they're meticulous. You know what I mean? They pay attention to. Well, it's almost like a comic, right? You need the box to be perfect, absolutely perfect, right? Exactly. And, you know, half of the time, these these Walmart employees just, they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. No, man, it's, uh, it's going to be a problem. I mean, they're going to, I think, feel it with sales as well. Because I think every now and then I hear that the big box retailers are getting tired of stock sitting around. And it's like, well, when you're putting out, like, seven character waves, there's going to be three that nobody wants at least. And now you're doing this window stuff. And what if you start forcing their hand to put spider wraps or other security around it, you're bound to lose sales because maybe the person doesn't want to deal with it. Couldn't find somebody or they see everything as spider wrapped and destroyed. They're like, I'm not buying any of these boxes. These look like crap. Right. I don't want any of these. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that on the spider wraps too. Like, um, my my dad loves Legos, so I'm always buying him, you know, nice. Legos or or Mega Constructs. He loves Mega Constructs too. So, oh, cool! I hooked him up with the um, with the Bigfoot recently. That one just dropped at Target, and I jumped all over it. Well, he was like, he's just like, what the fuck did you do to the box? I, was like, I didn't do anything to it, Dad. I go, it had a spider wrap on it. I go, it was a security tag. And he's just like, yeah. well, what are we going to do if we ever want to tear this down and resell it? And I was like, well, we're just going to have to make do. So then I started, like, educating him and telling him, like, Dad, a lot of these, they're, they're going to get these security tags put on them or they're going to be put mm-hmm. behind glass. I go, and then half of the time, too, I go, they're putting them behind glass with the damn tag on it. And he's just like, like, why? And I'm like, it just destroys the box, man. Yeah. I was like, it's the way of the world right now. And well, they don't get it. They don't get the collector side of it. Like they, they don't realize that putting a big ugly sticker on it that doesn't come off and ruins the box makes you not want to buy it. Exactly. And they're going to wonder why are these not selling? It's like, Dude, you're destroying the box. Like, yeah, <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they they never will. Especially like, no, they won't. The only place that you can go into where you know people understand the condition of the box and stuff like that is like a comic book shop or a mm-hmm. or a collectible store or something like that. You know what I mean? But these, yeah. these bigger companies, you know, Walmart, Target, Walgreens, you know, all of those ones, they're just like, yeah, let's just. You know, let's shove it in there until it, until it fits. <laughs> yeah, even some of the shipping stuff, like they'll ship out these exclusive items and they're crushed or they're halfway shoved in the box or no no wrapping at all. And it's just, it's mind-boggling, dude. It's like, you don't understand. Like, I can't buy this anywhere else. I have to buy it from you and then you send it like it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, dude, Hot Topic is notorious for destroying my pops right now. So, oh, for real? Yeah, like so for shipping. You mean for shipping? So what I had to know, yeah. what I had to do, or like what I noticed, if I order four or more, they put mm-hmm. it in a box and it's got decent packaging. If I <laughs> if I only order one or two, they're putting it in a bag. Oh, that thing's dead. Yeah. And it comes dead. So, like, my Coronado Hot Topic, like, they already know me over there. So the moment that I'm walking up, and I'm, they're just like, oh, my God, did they de- did they destroy the pop again? I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's all, and they'll take it out, and they'll be like, oh, my God. Uh, but Oh, with, like, returns and stuff? Yeah, with returns because I'm like, I can't. If it's, if it's one that I know that I'm going to shoot, like, over and over and over and over, I'll just take it out of yeah. the box and I'll throw it in a bin and you know what I mean? And then I get my photos from it. But if it's one yeah. that I'm, I might use as trade or to sell, I got to take it back because it's not going to so do anything I, for me. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. What I noticed with pops is when I had some, I would throw them in a bin, like you said, but through those, they paint, they paint scratch a lot, like really easily. Oh yeah, and they were almost all ruined. Like all, I had like a John Wick, and I had a couple other random ones. And I'm like, these are all have like marks all over them from other stuff. So you obviously cannot throw them in there like that. How do you kind of deal with that? Like, how are you storing them? Uh, so those ones I still throw in there, but what I do is um, I take one of those magic erasers. And mm-hmm. uh, just a little soap and water, do a little bit of uh, elbow grease, and, oh, uh, and okay. it gets it right out. 
I thought you like wrapped it somehow before you throw it in the box or something. Oh, no, dude. Some of these some of these Funkos, if there's no if there's no value behind them or anything like that, I just toss them in one of my totes and then just grab oh, them. Okay. And if it gets marked up, then like I said, I just magic eraser and a little bit of elbow grease and it'll it'll clear yeah. all that up. Or what about if, like or if I really oh, want to be if I if I really want to be or be creative, I'll take the yeah. shot and then I'll go to Photoshop and then I just heal the <laughs> the mark that's on there. <laughs> hey, might as well. I've done that for uh there's some figures that have like you know like those factory stamps where it says like a bunch of random serial numbers like I I have photoshopped those out or just random like holes that they have and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, what about, like, valuable ones? Are you buying, like, those pop protector sleeves and stuff? Or, like, what are you doing for those? Oh, so so, so for my personal, my, personal, my personal collection, Jesus, let me say that five times. Um, <laughs> for my personal collection, what I do is if it's got a value of, like, $100 or more, um, mm-hmm. I will put them in a pop protector. There's, um, there's... There's a website called Seven Bucks a Pop, and they have some really mm. cool protectors that are magnetic. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Those ones, I have. So like, you can stack them or what? Yeah, you can stack them, but I mean, it like really mm. keeps them protected. It's got like a four millimeter, maybe even six millimeter plastic like all around it. Um, Damn. Yeah, those ones. So I have like a couple of pops that are like over seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dang, and uh, and those ones go right in those ones. So yeah, you know, I think Funko does that more than other companies, don't you think? Like, there's stuff that's in the hundreds of dollars more often than there is for other companies. Oh yeah, what do you think? Oh yeah. dude, those Freddy Funkos are fucking gold, man. Like for real, dude. So we have a guy in the community. Um, uh, he has a one of twelve clockwork orange chase hmm. that is it recently sold for like over I think it went like on an auction dude and it like sold for like seventy five thousand to over a hundred thousand dollars. God, I can't even imagine that. That is insane, dude. It's so crazy. Like how he. <sighs> So I actually got him on the podcast and he told the story about about how he how he got this one. This guy works like a lot of comic cons. He works San Diego Comic Cons, New York Comic Cons, local Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. Like he's everywhere in the Comic Con world. I believe that's how he got his hands on this one. But mm. dude, like I like I told him one day I was just like, "Bro, what are you like what are you going to do with that?" And he's like, "I'm just going to let the market dictate it he's like once these he's like there's <laughs> there's only 12 he's like so there's Holy crap. there's chance that you know somebody possibly destroys one or you know something crazy goes on yeah. he's like then that brings the number down even more he's like this is going to be like a retirement for me and i'm like fuck jesus christ i was like how fucking Damn. cool would it be to have that one thing that's going to be like a retirement yes. piece for you you know what i mean <laughs> That is incredible, man. Damn, I can't even believe that. Yeah, that's yeah. I think Funko is on a on its own league, man. Oh, dude, they're like with figures. I mean, you could get to like three, four hundred, but 
really not past that. Like unless it's really vintage and it's complete and it's from the eighties or something. Yeah, and it's like mint condition, graded, like yeah. all this crazy shit just to add the value to it. But dude, yeah, like but not like Funko. Funko's been around since '98. I thought that they were gonna die mm-hmm. out sooner or later. You know what I mean? But yeah, this, I watched the documentary on it. It was interesting. Oh, dude, I love it. It's um, Brian Mariotti. Like that dude, he's he's on to something. And then I don't know if uh, if you saw, dude, but so. You know how Funko does their Funko Fun Days and shit like that at the at the Comic Cons? It's like an exclusive, you know, only certain people are allowed to go and shit like that, or it's like mm-hmm. a lottery. Well, yeah, I think I heard of it. Yeah, they they dropped that they're gonna start getting into the one they're gonna start getting into the one twelve scale market. Hmm. So you know those little fucking. Um, you know those little balls that you see at Target, like those little mini brand ones and stuff like that, and they're they're scared. They're yeah, scaled. my kids love that, man. Dude, Funko's going to be getting into that. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I so, can't even imagine that. Like for what? Like for in what context though? Because I mean, those are for like dolls. Like my kids, they make little stores out of their Barbie stuff, and then they'll have like the physical little mini brand products like on the shelves for their characters to buy like uh, how are they what do they mean as far as 112 so for for what so it's it's basically just going to be like a 112 scaled funko pop and they're going to put chases in there like and i mean basically all they did was shrink down the funko pops i I, dude i i already know people are going to be going ape shit for this don't they make jumbo funkos already like the giant pikachus and giant Stuff like that. Oh, dude, I have the 18-inch Batman. The <laughs> thing's ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never even saw that. I I bought it because I was just like, it's, <laughs> it's different. It's a big-ass Batman. Like, oh, dude, it's... I'm Googling it right now. It's uh, it's it's funny. I, I Holy crap. Yeah, it's, it's like... Wow. It's huge, big. man. <laughs> This girl's holding it, and it's, like, from her stomach to, like, her head as far as height. And then, like, the head is, like, triple the width. No, no, I would say double the width of her, her real head. Oh, yeah. He, he's huge, bro. How much was that thing retail? Uh, So, I paid... 75 or something? I paid, like, 60 for mine. Um, I had, Not bad. Yeah. I had, um, I had a bunch of coupons from GameStop. So, yeah. so I knocked the price down on it. But retail is 100 bucks. That is really cool. Yeah, I like that. That's an interesting piece, like, just to have, you know, one really giant one and stuff. like. How do you, like, I want to see, like, I don't even know how you display your Funko stuff. Like, that would be interesting as far as, like, box. You probably don't have any. Do you have any loose on display? Oh, yeah, dude. If you scroll. Yeah. If you scrolled way, way down on. Uh... I'll start scrolling while we talk. On the on the on the thing, you'll see you'll see some of them. Like you'll see some of my buildings too. So like I, I mm-hmm. created a shelf for my Batman. So I actually cut out <laughs> a bat logo, um, oh. from particle board, and nice. and put it up on my wall. And then I got yellow. Well, I I painted some shelving yellow. Good job, man. <laughs> And that's how I display like some of my, you know, some of my Funko Batman or my DC stuff. It's that's so cool. 
Is it kind of like your, you have like a WWE thing on your wall, right? Like I, a retro logo? Yeah. Kind of thing? I've got the WWF logo and I got it, um, yeah. I got it like the, um, like the WrestleMania or the, the WrestleFest arcade, um, uh, moniker. So I've mm-hmm. got it, I've got it set up like that. And then I've got all my W, my WWF legends, you know, um, all around it. Nice. Dude, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to look for it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm always interested in that. Uh, Funko, I mean, how many do you think there are? Are there, like, 5,000 at this point, or is there more than that? Oh, dude, there's – I couldn't even – 10,000? I mean – I'd probably say anywhere between eight to 12,000 Funkos. Oh. Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably crap. different designs out there. I could be exaggerating, but it really does feel like that. No, dude, I think you might be right. <laughs> they have touched everything, like every single thing you could ever think of. They have oh, created dude. one for. And now they're setting the market crazy again because they're doing NFTs. Those NFTs are fucking nuts. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I don't know about all that. I got a I got a buddy that dropped 1500 on the Ninja Turtle nfts that came out i <laughs> oh yeah and he bought them from the guy that has that fucking that clockwork orange <laughs> one of 12 <laughs> <laughs> that dude's sitting on gold Mike. oh dude that guy is i he's oh my god i didn't know they had samurai jack oh dude yeah i'm looking at your jack armored jack oh that's really cool that one was a chase and i didn't even know it dude it was missing the sticker I, oh I, yeah I, it doesn't i don't see a sticker yeah, I scanned it and I was just like, "What the fuck?" It says this is a chase. <laughs> I was like, "I saw the." I think they did Samurai Jack Soda Pop and Turtle Soda Pop, which I was interested in because I think it's a really cool package. So the sodas are pretty cool. There's it's um, you got to find a certain uh, you got to find a certain audience for those um because yeah, it, it's basically just like a little statue. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. To yep. me, there are things for your office or, you know, like if you got like a little section, yeah. you kind of want to display them. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, yep. dude, I've got two chases on my hands. And at every event that I work, people look at them, want to take a photo with them, and then they put them right back. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Uh, I also like the new turtle ones that you keep this or you keep photographing. Like the comic inspired ones, and some of them are black and white. The Eastman and Laird's. Those are, yes, those are cool. I almost pulled the trigger several times on those as a set, and the set price wasn't bad, but I just couldn't do it. Man, I just had to kind of draw the line on myself. Those ones are are really fun. I love the way they're painted. You know what I mean? Like the shadowing so cool, and everything. Yeah, they're really really cool. And the box is really nice too. Yeah, these are nice. I'm going to let you enjoy them, and I'll look at your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> There's any of them that you want, that, that you want me to shoot? I have uh, I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did they ever make, like, baby turtles um, for, for Ninja Turtle? I haven't. So for Funko, no, I haven't seen them. Okay, for Funko. Yeah. but Oh, I also like the Luchador ones, like the Bane one and, like, the... The ones with like the Day of the Dead type of designs. Oh yeah, those, those look really ones, cool. I yeah. almost bought some of those. Anything Day of the Dead, man, I jump all over it right away. Like people For already, sure, people already know me too. They're like, I got this Day of the Dead <laughs> pop. I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah. The one. Oh, that- there's this Rocky one on your page where he's holding the chicken. That's really funny. That's cool. Which one was that it? That would be a good one. Uh, Rocky, where he's holding the chicken that he tries oh, to yeah. um, catch during his training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really cool. There's um, some so really good ones, man. Really cool. The um, the one that I was wanting to get a hold of or get my hands on is um, shit. I just went blank. Which one was it? Oh, dude, not to cut you off, but I love how you did the the Jada cars with the with the Brian Pop. That was so cool, like the Supra, the diecast. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man so cool that uh, scales really cool too it looks awesome together i like that a lot those cars i used to buy those cars all the time when i was a kid like at the flea markets with my family as a kid i would try to get my domingo my little allowance yeah and then i would there was a, there was a die cast guy and uh this was back like oh my god like oh four no when the first fast Furious came out he had the the charger, Dom's charger, and I was like short, like six dollars, dude. It, it, my Domingo was only like, you know, ten or twenty or whatever. And I just needed six dollars so bad. <laughs> I went and begged for it, and I got it. And I went back to his booth, like hoping to God that he still had it. And yep, he had it, and I grabbed it. it nice, awesome. nice. This brought me back to that because I love that. I really. That's why I was thinking about for my son. Like, I want to get into cars with him that kind of stuff so. oh dude what better way to start him off than with uh with fast and furious man maybe oh yeah those car designs were amazing like the supra the the stickers that they had were really cool and then the charger of course so so i really literally iconic. i bought all of paul walker's cars like i've got i've got yeah. the green mitsubishi i've got the orange supra mm-hmm. i've got the uh, the silver gtr the GTR. I even have his truck, yeah. bro. His work truck, the red one. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. uh, yeah. Anything you know, anything that's uh, Fast and Furious and Paul Walker. Like I'm all over it. That that was really cool. He was always my favorite character on the show. Um, oh hell always, yeah, uh, dude. He had wicked taste in cars. I even have the Lancer, the green one from Part so Two. Were those cars because of him in real life? Like, was he the one deciding that would be his car? I think it was. I think he, because he was such a gear nut, um, I think he always oh, okay. had his hands in it. Nice. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I love all that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, we've... Uh, yeah, the Funko Pop stuff is tempting. I just can't do it, but it's it's really cool. Don't do it, man. Unless there's just like one that you know that's going to, you know... That's how it starts, man. As soon as you give in once, you're you're just done. That's true. That's true. Well, you know what? I get <laughs> I get the feeling though, dude. Like you're you've got like a lot more restraint than I do. <laughs> so I think I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you'll be okay, man. Like if you you know if you just get one. Um, <laughs> don't I, dude? I used to try and complete lines, and that just not. No hell no. Yeah. I pick- yeah, I'm not a completionist. I'm not a mint guy. I'm not a buy one to play with, buy one to keep kind of guy. So I just try to make as many rules as I can. There you go. You're, you'll be fine then. You'll you'll definitely be fine. <laughs> I I went the wrong route, dude. I tried doing WWE, and I was just like, this line is so fucking long. And then I even have 
I think my wish list is longer than what they have out right now. So that's why I was just like, hey. I just got to chill out. Yeah. No, yeah. I get that feeling a lot. Oh, it's dude, fun. You but ever, yeah. You got to figure it out. You ever want to, you ever want to watch someone like they, like they have a gun to their head and they have to make decisions. That's me looking <laughs> at my WWE Funko wall, making a decision on where can I like, where can I lose one to make room for the new one that I want? Oh, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I hate that so much. It's like, I got this awesome thing, and it's like, I don't want to take anything down. Right. I just can't do it. <laughs> or I'm like, uh, recently I was like look, looking at my shelves, and I'm like, there's no Marvel stuff up right now. It's all in boxes. I'm like, I have to do it. But then I look at everything. I'm like, I can't take anything down. What the hell? Yeah, it's not the time. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, why am I even buying then? Because I can't, I can't put it up. <laughs> oh, dude, I it's hear a conundrum. you, man. Collector's yeah. conundrum. <laughs> right on, Frank. Well, dude, we are approaching that time. I always have a blast talking with you and everything. Um, Likewise, man. It's a, uh, it's it, it's a, uh, it's the old Funkaholic saying: time gets time gets away from you when you talk about what you love. Yeah, absolutely. And the time has moved extremely fast for us. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I, I thought we were barely getting into everything, man. So we're going to have to put this into like a part two. Yeah. I'm down, man. Anytime. So what I'll do, man, is so I'm going to figure out a way to make this work. So I think for part two, man, when we sit down with you and, and shoot the shit or do that locker room talk that I always like to say, um, I'm going to work on getting Sal with us and if that's if he has to call in or whatever the case may be Sal, <laughs> Sal likes to be front and center though he likes that mic right in front of his face he likes to he he, <laughs> he turns into a different person man but he has a lot of fun but I want to get nice. you two together and and I and I really want to make this one happen so we're gonna let's do it if 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 the if the universe doesn't want to align for us, then I'll uh, then I'll force it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can do it, <laughs> but we'll definitely get it going. Uh, Frank, is there is there anything you want to leave us with, man? Before we uh, before we close out the episode, yeah, just check out the podcast. It is about nerd stuff. It is called Three Nerds on a Sunday. It's on all the major platforms and all that stuff instagram toys for days with a z i just do painting and figures i used to do photography you can scroll far down for that stuff but right now it's just painting and random stuff so that's really it man thanks for having me oh absolutely man i always love your time here on the episode and you know you're you're always a breath of fresh air man like i can always chop it up <laughs> with you you and i see eye to eye on a lot of things and like I said, man, I Good. think you're you're kind of like the balance that I need at times, dude, when I'm like <laughs> wanting to, you know, press that buy it now button and I'm like I got Frank <laughs> on my shoulder and he's just like, nah, don't do it yet, dude. Set a couple more rules and you'll be fine. <laughs> Set a couple more rules. <laughs> yeah, man. I've learned, man. I've learned the hard way. <laughs> there you go, man. That's what we do. You know what I mean? We spread the love and, you know, we keep each other grounded. So... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is all that I have for you today, guys. I want to thank Frank for showing up here. Guys, that is Toys for Days. This guy does amazing photography, so I know he's taking a break right now. He'll get back to it. I know he will. Um, Three nerds on a Sunday, right? 
Yeah, that's I right. got that right. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, dude. My, I don't know where my brain was going or what I was going to say on that, but. <laughs> Guys, three nerds on a Sunday, these guys are an absolute blast. Like, if you ever want to sit down and just, like, if you ever want to just be a person that sits down at a table and just listens to everybody chop it up, these guys are great for that. Um, There's a lot of, you can tell that they've been friends for a really long time. Um, I've listened to the episodes. They kick ass. They crack me up. Uh, give them a follow guys give them a uh, subscribe just give them a listen you'll enjoy it i promise you i am your host nonzo t that is all that i have for you today um guys popple.com gave us a coupon code and i know everyone loves coupons so if you go to popple.com that's p-o-p-l.com um, if you just want to promote your swag, you want to show off your Instagram, you want to show off your Facebook, you want to show off your Twitter, you want to show off your TikTok, whatever the case may be, Popple has you covered. Guys, when you go to cash out, just put in that discount code, Funkaholics Pod. That's two words, F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S-P-O-D. Get that discount, get you some swag, get yourself set up. Popple.com will take care of you. I am your host, Nando T. That is all that we got for you. We're going to go ahead and close out, but we will be back every Wednesday.